Welcome to IWI's March 2010 CFITrainer.net podcast. This month's podcast features a conversation about legislative affairs affecting the fire service with Bill Webb, Executive Director of the Congressional Fire Services Research Institute. We'll also introduce a new recurring podcast segment, Get A's from Dr. Q, where Dr. James Quinteri will answer your questions about fire science. While topics like healthcare reform, bailouts, and stimulus dominate the headlines coming out of Washington, D.C., many fire investigation professionals may not know that every day, Congress is considering pieces of legislation that directly impact the fire service. Currently, Congress is tackling a diverse range of fire-related issues, including reauthorization of the Fire Grants Program, collective bargaining rights for public safety officers, fire scene employment-related adverse health exposures, and a fire sprinkler's incentive program. The Congressional Fire Services Institute is a nonprofit, nonpartisan policy institute that educates members of Congress about fire and life safety issues. Bill Webb, the CFSI Executive Director, is with us today to talk more about how Congress's actions affect fire investigators. Bill, welcome. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. So why should fire investigators be interested in legislative affairs? And how does Congress, what they do or do not do, affect the individual fire investigator? There's a lot of interesting issues up on Capitol Hill that deal with funding for the fire service. And that includes arson investigators, that includes fire service personnel, that includes the training facilities. And, uh, you know, as Congress grapples with these issues, uh, everyone involved in public safety really has a vested interest in the outcome of, of uh, Congress's decisions. If you look at the budget proposal submitted by the Obama administration, they put $305 million in there for the FIRE Act, and they put $305 million in uh, for the SAFER program. FIRE last year was funded at 390 At one point, it was funded at $750 million, so the trend is downward. And, and again, against this backdrop of, of, of you know, mounting federal budget deficit, uh, uh, if, if, we, if we just kind of sit on our hands and be uh, complacent, uh, you know, we, we can't expect uh, uh, to maintain funding, let alone try and bump up uh, funding for the programs. Uh, on April 28th, 29th, uh, the Congressional Fire Services Institute will host the 22nd Annual National Fire and Emergency Services Dinner and Seminars Program. We'll have about 2,000 national fire and emergency service leaders uh, in town for this program, including a large number of arson investigators. Uh, we will have the leaders of the Congressional Fire Services Caucus, including Congressman Steny Hoyer, who is the House Majority Leader, uh, Senator McCain, uh, uh, Senator uh, Carper, uh, Congressman Andrews, Congresswoman Emerson, and, and a whole host of other members of Congress and administration officials speaking at both the seminar program and the, and the dinner itself. It, it's a great opportunity for, for the fire service community to show who they are in Washington, D.C. When you get 2,000 of your leading fire and emergency services officials in Washington, D.C., up on Capitol Hill on the same day, it sends a strong message just about the efficacy of the fire service and, uh, and emergency services in terms of advocating these issues uh, in one voice. And again, that's what April 28th and 29th is all about. And information about that event, again, is available on our website. What is the Congressional Fire Caucus? Well, uh, the caucus and the institute, if you don't mind, the institute and the, uh, is, is uh, one thing and the caucus is the other. The institute is a 501c3 nonprofit, nonpartisan policy institute uh, 
that was set up in 1989 to educate Congress about the big picture, the big picture of the fire service, the issues that affect the chiefs, the union, the, the, the volunteers, the academies. Uh, uh, we look at, the, we look at the, the, the issues that impact everybody the same. The caucus, on the other hand, is comprised of members of Congress. Uh, it's the largest caucus in, in Congress with over 300 uh, members, both sides of the political aisle, Republicans and Democrats. In fact, we have some independents on board as well. Uh, we have four co-chair on both the House and the Senate side, and, and, and there are four Republicans and four Democrats. So it's a, it's a, a bipartisan-driven caucus that, that takes a lot of the partisan politics out of the public safety issues. Uh, and, and so you get you know, leaders from both sides of the aisle addressing the, 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 the fire service issues, uh, again, in a bipartisan fashion. So what are the current hot issues CFSI is working on with Congress? There are a lot of important issues that we're dealing with right now. Again, the appropriations for fiscal year 2011, uh, and that's funding for Fire Act, that's funding for SAFER, and let's not forget the United States Fire Administration. It does a great job uh, uh, up there in Emmitsburg uh, under the leadership of Fire Administrator Cochran. We're also looking at the reauthorization of both those programs, both Fire and Safer. They're up for reauthorization. We've been working for the past six, seven months with the Fire Caucus leadership and the chair and ranking members of the uh, oversight committees up on Capitol Hill uh, with the reauthorization process. And uh, the House did take action uh, uh, last year to pass the reauthorization measure, and now the focus is on a Senate side. We're waiting for the Senate to introduce a bill, and hopefully it will mirror uh, the House version. If that's the case, then it will glide right through the Senate and, uh, and uh, be signed by the President. If there are any differences between the House and the Senate bills, then they do have to be worked out in a conference, and that can kind of like protract the process. Uh, so that's one issue. Uh, that's another issue. Uh, we're working on the Fire Sprinkler Incentive Act, a great piece of legislation. We live in a reactionary society. It came about as, as, as a result of the tragic fire in 2003 up in West Warwick, Rhode Island, uh, that claimed the, uh, the lives of 100 uh, concert goers in a non-sprinklered uh, concert venue. It would accelerate the depreciation on automatic sprinkler systems in, in, in public buildings. Uh, from approximately 35 years down to five years. We've been working on that bill for seven years with a coalition of sprinkler advocates. Uh, we're also working on uh, Public Safety Officers Benefit Program. Firefighter falls in the line of duty. Uh, a public Safety Officer falls in the line of duty, and they will, and the family members will collect a benefit to the tune of about 300, oh gosh, 340, $350,000. Uh, legislation was approved, I believe, about three, actually about four or five years ago, which would grant the benefit to firefighters who fall in the line of duty as a result of a stroke or heart attack. Uh, the administration was slow in fulfilling the intent of Congress uh, when it approved the PSOB legislation, uh, again, about five or six years ago. And so it's something that we, we continue to monitor to make sure that, you know, when a firefighter does die as a result of a heart attack or stroke, that those benefits, that there's no delay in getting those benefits out to the family members. So those are, those are pretty much the priority issues that uh, CFSI is addressing with the, uh, with the other national fire organizations. How can fire investigators stay current? on what is happening in Congress. Well, you know, uh, my message to the, uh, to, uh, the investigators and, and everyone, you know, a lot of great websites out there. Again, if you look at our website, www.cfsi.org, if you look at all the other major organizations, they have a list of all the legislation that they are monitoring. Uh, you, you, and you got to know who your members of Congress are. You might rep, your, your your representative might be serving on the uh, on the Homeland Security Committee in the U.S. House or in a, on a Senate. Your member might be serving on a Ways Committee or a Ways and Means Committee or the Finance Committee. If that's the case, 
those committees have under their jurisdiction the, the most important pieces of legislation that we're looking at right now. And again, that's reauthorization of Fire Safer and in, in, in the sprinkler bill. If your member sits on the Appropriations Committee, they are the ones that are going to be uh, setting the, uh, the, the, uh, the figure for the grant programs. Uh, so again, you really need to understand who your members are, and you need to establish a better working relationship with them. You know, you mentioned finance, Bill. H- how do fire investigators find out about current federal grant opportunities? Uh, well, uh, again, uh, if you go on the USFA website, they do have information on, on the various federal grant programs available. Uh, again, and if, and if, there's another, if there's another agency, all the agencies have great websites. All the agencies, you know, will have on their websites uh, a, list, a listing of the grant programs. You know, it's not going to be on the front page of those websites. You might have to do a little investigative work, but heck, you know, arson investigators, you know, that's their line of work. But again, uh, I would start with the USFA and uh, go onto their website, and they've got, you know, uh, they've got postings for fire, and that includes prevention research investigations, that includes safer. Uh, and so that, 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 that would be my first recommendation is to go on that website. Thanks, Bill. We appreciate you joining us today and the good work that you do over at CFSI. In the upcoming podcast, we're beginning a new feature, Get A's from Dr. Q. Dr. James Quinteri is the John L. Bryan Professor of Fire Protection Engineering at the University of Maryland. He is well known in the fire science community as a leading scholar in fire behavior. In future podcasts, Dr. Q will be answering your questions about fire science, fire behavior, the mathematics of fire calculations, the physics of fire, or just about anything you can ask related to fire science. To submit a question for Dr. Q to answer in a future podcast, please email askdrq at cfitrainer.net. That's A-S-K-D-R-Q at cfitrainer.net. Finally, we'll close with some news from the IAAI. The IAAI Annual Training Conference is fast approaching. The time to register is now so you can make your plans to attend ATC from May 16th through the 21st, 2010 in Orlando, Florida. In addition to seminars on the hottest topics in fire investigation, this year's ATC offers the opportunity to earn and test for the new fire investigation technician credential at the conference. IWI has released a video preview that highlights the classes, speakers, and Orlando attractions. The preview is available at cfitrainer.net forward slash Orlando ATC. Again, that video preview is available at cfitrainer.net. That concludes this IWI CFITrainer.net podcast. We'll see you again next month.